Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Lorenzo Conti. Dr. Lorenzo Conti is founder and managing director of Crover Limited, a Scottish-based startup that developed the world's first subterranean drone, i.e. a Crover. Lorenzo is an enterprise fellow of the Royal Academy of Engineering and holds a PhD in engineering from the University of Edinburgh where he worked on granular rheology, which is the study of how granular matter flows, and discovered the Crover effect. Well, good afternoon, Lorenzo. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. I'm delighted to be here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for jumping on a podcast. I know that you're currently hailing out of the UK. Sometimes traversing the globe is a challenge, but always fun getting to meet somebody new from around the world. So thank you. And Lorenzo, we're going to jump right into your questions. Let's talk about your career as an engineer, a distinguished fellow, an entrepreneur, and now you're the founder and managing director of Crover Limited. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Well, unfortunately, I don't think there's any simple way to carry growth. You know, in the end, it's all about hard work and putting in the time. So, it, you know, it took me quite a bit of time to get to where I am. You know, part of the path, especially the PhD, wasn't exactly as straightforward as I would have hoped. But I'm, you know, I'm delighted that it turned out for the best and that we're here. And I'm generally inspired by complex problems that not a lot of people are tackling, but that are particularly challenging. And, you know, most importantly, over the last years, I've been fascinated by the field of granular materials, which is a bit of a funny word that not many people know. But in reality, all of us, since a young age, we have dealt with granular materials from, you know, playing with sand at the beach as uh, kids, you know, is really the most ubiquitous type of trading material across the world. It covers any anything made of solid discrete particles from, you know, sand to chemical powders uh, and so on. And also grain, which has really been our focus so far. So just coming from PhD, working on you know, local effects and granular materials, I managed to discover that there are a connection or a coupling between uh, rotation and translational motion in this type of systems, which effectively represents the first feasible method for locomotion or moving through this type of environments, which enabled us to uh, develop what we call a Crover robot, which is effectively the, the world's first device able to move fully submerged in, in this type of environments. That's awesome. And, you know, I'll be honest, I've interviewed 800 people around the world doing different things, different entrepreneurs, scientists, you name it. But I can tell you, this is the first uh, podcast we talk about the granular matter uh, and we're going to dive into some of these questions here here in a second. But really, really interests me, piqued my interest. And I appreciate you sharing that story and, and all the work and education you've done. So, Lorenzo, what are the potential applications of the Crover technology beyond grain storage management? Yeah, so like you said, you know, the application that we've been focused on is helping grain storage operators like grain merchants, cooperatives, port operators and farmers maintain the quality of their stock, you know, making sure that the grain that goes into storage comes out with, with the same quality and also that that grain is managed uh, safely so that, you know, farmers and grain storage operators, they don't have to walk on these very dangerous bulks, which, which can be unfortunately fatal at times. 
But because the Crover robot is able to move uh, through any type of granular materials, it could be applied to the storage and handling of you know, minerals, chemical powders, and even, even for space exploration. I mean, we, we often see, you know, NASA and the organizations uh, just avoiding like very sandy dunes on Mars and other places just because they don't have a rover that can move through those type of environments without getting stuck. And, you know, we, we think we have a device and a technology that, that can do that. And, uh, you know, even though that requires a lot of time and that's why we're focused on application on Earth, we'd love to get a crover into space in the future as well. That's amazing. Again, I love it. And just so our audience understands a little bit more, really, you're essentially like the, basically the first drone that is subterranean. And that when I was uh, doing some of the research, uh, I was just amazed by it. And I'm really excited for the possibilities and the use cases of this. And and I hope someday you will be on Mars with your with your particular uh, product. Um, that's just awesome. So, Lorenzo, how does Crover's technology contribute to reducing post-harvest losses and improving food security? So we help both monitor the quality of large borks of grain in storage. So whether it's in sheds or silos, uh, we're usually talking about, you know, thousands uh, of tons of grain staying static for long periods of time, you know, one month, two, three months or longer, sometimes even two years. And over that time, if uh, the condition is not right, yeah, especially if the environment is is too hot or too moist, then it creates an environment where infestations like molds or insects, they they can grow from the, the spores or the eggs that, that come from the field and they can, you know, damage a grain, but also they start reproducing and they, they start almost a, an exponential growth effect. So it's really important to identify those problems early identify any conditions that can lead to the growth of those infestations, ideally even before they have started or stop them, you know, early in their tracks and control the conditions of, you know, those stores so that those infestations are not able to grow. There's also, you know, some cases where also you don't want to go too dry or too cold. For instance, you know, we're based in uh, in Scotland, where uh, the primary crop is is malting barley for the brewing and distilling industries. And uh, you know, in that case, you also want to make sure that uh, the grain doesn't effectively die, so it doesn't lose its germination capacity. And that can happen also if it, if it's just too too dry or too cold. We we've also been working on a, a sampling feature to help uh, storage operators collect physical samples from wheat in the bulk. Which again helps them, you know, track their grain, like monitor it, but especially like kind of meet some contract, uh, some contractual obligations, as well as requirements from trade assurance schemes that usually require samples to be taken over regular intervals. And yeah, over time, we love to, you know, we, we've got in plan to implement topical intervention features as well, so that we can address problems locally where they occur rather than having to intervene on the entire bulk through, you know, cooling aeration or fumigation, which is quite inefficient at the moment, because even if you have a problem in a limited area, you've got to act on on the entire thing. Thank you. That's that's just amazing. And 
you know, with the advancement of technology, uh, especially in your case, um, we could save, you know, billions potentially of, of savings across the world by ensuring that our grain is safe and we are preventing a lot of these different types of uh, insects and spores and so forth that may um, reproduce in the grain elevators. So I appreciate the share. And Lorenzo, the last question I have for you today is, could you discuss the role of innovation and technology in the ag tech sector and its impact on global agriculture? Yeah, it's, you know, obviously we all need food and we, we've got the problem that we've got a growing population and there's, you know, there's not going to be enough land to, to feed all of that. And so it's all about improving efficiency. And technology is all about developing, you know, better methods, more efficient methods that can enable us to produce more with less, to especially save more so that more food reaches the end of the supply chain and is effectively used. And we need a multiplicity of technologies to you know, to get to those targets. So we, we are happy to contribute our part. Also, you know, with our tech domain, the, the sort of tech part of our name, even though it isn't officially part of our company name, a lot of people, you know, recognize it because it's in our domain and it became almost an extension of our brand. That's awesome. Thank you. And I appreciate you mentioned that with the tech domain. And Lorenzo, you know, the, the thing that I like about it, your product, obviously, you mentioned you're doing your part of it. And we love this because we've talked to other entrepreneurs doing different things in the supply chain around agriculture, right? And blockchain is just one of the many things that will contribute to, again, making sure that the food gets to the end of the chain versus it being spoiled or wasted or lots of, you know, cost or waste in, in this process. So thank you again. And Lorenzo, it was such a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you very much, Brian. Bye for now. Bye.